Hi, friends. Welcome to the Bedouin's Coffee Corner Studies. I'm really excited to have you here today. This is very different than the original format of the podcast Bedouin's Coffee Corner, which is a podcast interviewing changemakers across the Middle East. But essentially, now this is going to be sort of the study segment where we go ahead and talk about academic tips and tricks. It's a little bit more laid back. I am going to be having a conversation directly with you guys. So I'm very excited about that. And I do look forward to hearing your feedback on social media. So when this does go up on Apple Podcasts, if you don't mind hopping over to my Instagram at Sublin Maldi and leaving me, um, you know, a message about sort of where you're at in your academic journey and what it is that you'd be interested in gaining from this podcast. That way we can um, have it so that it is an actual conversation between the two of us and not a one-sided thing. Uh, without further ado, let's get started. So quick introductions for those who don't know me or don't know my academic background. My name is Sabran Maldi. I'm a PhD candidate at Monarch University in Switzerland. I am doing my PhD in international relations, but my focus is on how social media impacts the readership of translated literature, and then how that impacts cross-cultural norms. If you couldn't tell, I am obsessed with literature and reading. Um, I am an avid fan of book talk and bookstagram. So I thought I would want to capitalize on that. I just really find it intriguing and interesting to see the trends and how that really does impact our culture through what we read um, and how social media is playing a huge role in that. I have a master's in journalism from NYU and a bachelor's in mass communications and media from the University of Sharjah, so in the Emirates. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about my academic background. Um, but let's get into the actual content of this. Since this is an introduction episode, I wanted to just sort of share some things that are helping me get through my journey. So I won't lie, I am a first-year PhD candidate, and it has been a struggle shifting from being a master's student to then going into research. I think that there isn't a lot of guidance in terms of how we get into the PhD programs or what it actually entails. And, um, and there are abundance of resources on the internet, but I just feel like it's not something we talk about a lot. So that was kind of the goal of this podcast is to share sort of what I'm doing now. And the struggle has been real. Um, I do want this to also be something where we learn from each other. It's not a one-sided uh, conversation. So I am working a full-time job. I'm a journalist and a communication specialist. And so managing research while having a job has been a little bit difficult because allocating the right amount of time for research can sometimes be a hassle, but um, I'll just let you know sort of how I split up my week, and that's kind of what's that's kind of what works for me. But I'd love to hear from you if you are working a, a full time job and you are a graduate student or an undergraduate student, how you do split up your time. So for me, I have split it up where I have three days a week where I only focus after work on my research. So I go ahead and read the literature present and take my notes, maybe jot down a line or two um, with each paper and anything that intrigues me that I feel like would fit into my research. And then I keep note of that so that in the weekend on a Friday and a Thursday, I go ahead and have a Friday where I write out all my ideas and then a Saturday where I edit them out. That's sort of what's been working for me so far. The other days of the week, I am working out because movement is key for me. Honestly, when I don't incorporate movement or working out throughout my week, 
one, I'm not as focused when I do my research, but two, it's just not good for me. I tend to uh, go down like a rabbit hole of uh, dark thoughts. So working out really just does just keep me happy and, you know, prevents me from overthinking um, about various things. Research can be really stressful. And so having that outlet where I'm not sitting there overthinking, oh, but what if I don't finish research in time? What if I don't make it through such a rigorous program? Those kind of thoughts are things you want to keep away as much as possible. And so having those several days a week where I am just focusing on movement really do help. Now on my Thursday and Friday, I'm sorry, my Friday and Saturday where I am focusing on actually writing out my ideas and then editing, I like to use a color, uh, color blocking, a time blocking system. So since I am practicing Muslim, I try to do that around my prayers. So I'll go ahead and, for example, make sure that between my second and third prayer of the day, I focus on certain things. And then, you know, between each prayer, like I need to hit XYZ goal off my to-do list. And so I have that time to do it. Again, this has nothing, they're not correlated. Like my prayers and time blocking are not correlated. You can do this um, with whatever uh, you're practicing or it doesn't necessarily, they're not correlated. But for me, that's just what makes it easier. So if you want to time block, for example, from like 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., you're focusing on a certain thing on your to-do list. And then from 10 to 12, you're focusing on another. That's sort of what's going to help you focus on one goal at a time or like one task at a time and then achieving them while taking healthy breaks between. So that's uh, where I'm at in terms of scheduling and how I schedule things. Um, I think one thing that's been really helpful to me is following other people online who are doing their graduate studies. So I follow the Red Hat Academic and a couple of others who go ahead and share really great tips. Um, the Red Hat Academic has like a business and um, she has like notion templates set up where you can like buy it and add it to your notion uh, template. And then it'll basically like help you get through your goals. Like for example, she has one for PhD candidates because she's also doing her PhD, but what the one that I'm using by her essentially has a space for my um, like literature review a place to keep your resources, a place for an actual schedule. And it's just like really neatly organized that it's just very useful. So I would recommend using Notion or also just like following people who give you really great tips and tricks. Um, but yeah, since this is just like laying out the foundations and the, and the basis for the rest of the podcast, that's what I'm going to share today. I really do want to hear what is it that you're using and what is it that you're capitalizing on throughout your academic journey in terms of resources, schedules, um, apps, or things that you've seen online that you started to implement that actually work. Please do drop me a DM and we'll basically use that for the prop of the next episode. And that way it's just a continuous conversation between us. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited for this and thank you so much for listening. Um, I guess that's it for now and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great one. Mm-hmm.